recorded live, Union Inn, Washington, D.C., 1112, 3rd Street, Northeast. We are Steps to Nomagayudet Metro. Nice, brisk walk to Union Station. And a leisurely jaw to the Capitol, Capitol Hill. I am the illustrious Innkeeper Freddy, host extraordinaire. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Guestbook Podcast. Oh yeah, it's going down this episode, ladies and gentlemen. Enophiles, listen up. Because we have Vine Me Up herself in the building. Sarita, I'm so glad you came on to the I'm podcast. I'm so happy to be here. This is awesome. We are two aspiring podcasters on our way up to the top. So if you are listening to this right now in 2019, consider yourself lucky because you are hearing the come up right here. Sarita's <laughs> <laughs> been in the wine game for the last 10 years. But before we get to that, what are we listening to? So we are listening to Andrea Triana, and she is an English artist. And this song is called Draw the Stars. I chose this song specifically because I discovered her through somebody at the winery that I used to work at many moons ago. And because we played music at the winery, and every time I heard her voice, I'm like, who is this? Why is her voice like seducing me from my mind to my toes? It's insane. Anyway, ever since then, I became a huge fan. And look her up on Spotify. And if you look up her YouTube live recordings, oh, they're even better. But I chose this song, Draw the Stars, because this one particular verse, even though I am helpless of the force above, even though I can't see far, I hold on tighter and draw the stars. That's it. I mean, a lot of times that verse is all the motivation I need to keep going, whatever it is. That's faith poetic right there. Exactly. Exactly. I love it. Yeah. So what are we drinking? Whew. So we are drinking kavas today. Okay. And we have two different kavas. And now um, I'm new to them both. So we're we're tasting blind. You know what I mean? Okay. All right. First, about kava. Kava yes. is a Spanish sparkling wine. Yes. Okay. It can only be made from three grapes typically. Okay. So you got Chirillo and that starts with an X. All right. Chirillo. All right. Um, Chardonnay most of the time. Mm-hmm. And then you got Macabeo. Okay. Okay. So those three grapes are in this cava, and it's made from organic grapes. I really like it. It almost reminds me of, like, if you poured this blind to me, I would think this was some sort of champagne or a cremat that came out of France or something. Let me see the label. Sure. Dionysus. Okay, the goddess of wine. Dionysus. Yes. Goddess of wine. Yes. There What's the go. year on that? 2015. Here okay. we go. All right. There we go. So four years ago. So I have a cremat, and this one's called... Langua, I guess, L-E-N-G-L-O-I-S. Mm-hmm. It's a brute. So that means it's strong, right? A brute brute means dry. Oh, okay. So a cremant means it comes from anywhere outside of the Champagne region of France, correct? That is correct. All right. And it's done the same way as a uh, cava. It's kind of 
old world, old school style where now correct me if I'm wrong. No, you're right. So they basically ferment the grapes and then bottle it. And then after bottling, they add sugar. And what ends up happening is the yeast that's in the fermented alcoholic appellation that goes into the bottle ends up eating the sugars. And you know, when you start eating good, you start farting. Oh, my God. And that's what the yeast does. I can't believe you're using that word. I'm just saying that's really what happens. And in the end, uh, the byproduct of those farts is uh, bubbles. Really? You're going to... Yeah. That was yeast. So Having yes, fun in the, your mouth. the secondary fermentation process occurs in the bottle with champagne, crema, and cava. This says we have three varieties on the lingua. It's a Chenin, Chardonnay, and Cabernet Franc. Nice. Very nice. That Yeah, it's delicious. Every time I hear Cabernet, though, like a cab, mm-hmm. I, I, hear, I think red. It is a red grape. The Cabernet Franc? Yeah, Cab Franc is a red grape. So are they, like, de-skinning it and then... Yeah, so it's just made in, it's, it's not sitting with the skins. It's uh, a small percentage of a red grape. Like with champagne, you also have three grapes. And Pinot Noir is one of them. And yeah, they're just using a small percentage of the grapes. And like a lot of times on champagne, you'll see Blanc de Blanc or you see Blanc de Noir. So Blanc de Noir, white from red. And then Blanc de Blanc means white from white. And that means 100% Chardonnay. So, you've been in the game for 10 years. How'd you start? Um, I don't know. I started like everybody else, drinking <laughs> pretty much. Cheers to that. <laughs> my first trip to Napa was uh, in my mid-20s. And I came back to D.C. and I just wanted to learn more. So, I started reading books and going to tastings. If you're not familiar with D.C., a lot of the tastings that the distributors have at different wine shops and liquor stores and stuff happen on Friday nights. Mm. So I worked in Bethesda and I would just hop on and off the train and I would go to different tastings. And that's how I expanded my palate and learned some different things about different grapes. I just wanted to take it to the next level. So I was looking for a part-time wine job and I emailed all the Maryland wineries in the area and two hit me back. One was serious and that's how I ended up at Black Ankle Vineyards. And after that, I was there for five years. And where's Black Ankle? Black Ankle is in Frederick County in Mount Airy. Hilly. Yeah. yeah. Mount Airy is actually pretty beautiful. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's gorgeous. From here, it's probably like an hour and a half, hour and 15 minutes. It's not too far. Yeah. It's not bad. Yeah. What'd you do while you were there? Gosh, when a winery is small, you do everything from washing dishes to sweeping the floor to pouring wine to giving tours. So... I've done it all there, but I was one of the original who started there. So when I retired, I was the senior tasting room associate. So I just worked the bars, did tours, that sort of thing. Just knew the lays of the land. I knew the wine. I still know the wine very well. What type of wine they produce there? A uh, French style wine. They're hundred percent estate. So they grow all of their grapes on the property. Mm-hmm. I think they have 12 or 13 different varietals. Whites and reds? Yeah, whites and reds, yeah. And when you say French style, what do you mean by that? Their grapes are French style grapes. So they have the five Bordeaux grapes, and then they have Syrah, they have Chardonnay, and then they grow a little Muscat, and oh, they grow Grunovet liner, that's an Austrian grape. They grow Albarino, which is a Spanish grape. Yeah, I like Um, Albarino. You like Albarino? I'm impressed. I love love Albarino. I've dated a few women that were enophiles, and Mm -hmm. they were 
on all these different varietals of, of, of wines that I've never and let heard me of say, before, sir, I've Aurelios. listened. I've listened to your podcast, and you know some wine because I've heard you throw some terms in there and those. <laughs> yeah. So you know some wine. It's buried in there. You you've learned something with this dating these xenophiles. I'm gonna tell you what it is. It's state dependent memory. You know, if okay. you caught me while I was sober, I couldn't tell you nothing. Got but it. But now that you got me on this, uh, Cremant, the Langua, yeah, it's all coming back now. Ah, see how wine does, <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah, right. Yes. So they don't really do like single varietals, but they do blends, and that's very French. The French they use the varietals to produce the art that they want very french yeah yeah so you left there Mm -hmm. and said you know what i know this stuff (laughs) let me start this blog oh gosh and that blog is called that blog is called vine me up while i was at blanco i was doing micromedia like instagram and facebook kind of thing and i would post the wines that i was drinking or where i was discovering something new And someone said, yeah, you should probably start a blog. I was like, no, I don't know enough. That's crazy. But eventually I did. The funny thing is, I felt like I needed a certification to start a blog. So I took the W set. So that's the Wine and Spirits Education Trust. Yeah, I heard about that on your podcast. Yeah. And they're different levels. So they go one through four. Level one is like, where is Napa Valley? So I sort of skipped one. <laughs> to be fair, I know Napa Valley is in California, but I always thought Napa Valley was between California and San Francisco. I'm sorry. Mm. See, there it is. This wine. Yeah, it's, gonna, it's only going to get worse from here, yo. Uh, from San Francisco and uh, L.A. I thought it was in between. Oh, But no. in fact, no, it's, no, it's north. Not. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know. So uh, so I skipped level one and went to level two. So I have a level two certification. But I took that before I thought I could really push my blog out there. And that was probably one of the mistakes that I thought. You think you need to know more than you actually do. I mean, I don't know. Wine is such a, I don't know. It's such a sadity industry. It's on such a high pedestal. You think you need to have your pinky up at all times with your blazer on and your crisp white shirt. It's really not that deep. It's just not. Everybody knows enough. Everybody's enough. I'll just say that. How many times have you watched Psalm in the Bottle on Netflix? I've watched each because it's two. Yeah, there's Psalm and there's Psalm in the Bottle. Yeah, so I've watched both probably twice, but then there was a series Really? Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, it was a series. Just imagine the first psalm of people trying to get their master psalm. Correct. So it was an entire series of that concept. Okay. And then at the end, they either got it or they didn't. And it's, you know, it's sort of heartbreaking watching these people pour their lives into this, you know, certification to get this. This is their Olympics. This is it. You know, whatever they want to do in wine, they can do after they get this. They were saying that if you're like working at a restaurant. Yeah. And then get this master Somali mm-hmm. immediately a hundred thousand. So there it's you go. like it, it pays for itself. Yeah. And all the time and everything. But it is really just crazy. It's like they're grading you on something that's subjective. Sure. Yeah. But you have to learn what their subjective is. It's just you just got to yeah. do it. Yeah. It's um. tough. Recently, though, wasn't there some sort of... Um, oh, you talking about a scandal? Yeah, yeah. Where they got a hold of the list of what the wines were? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm not sure if they found out who was guilty or not, but they had to penalize everybody involved. 
That's crazy. And, and that, it sucks for the people who, who did really cheat. weren't even yeah, part of it. Yeah. yeah. It, it sucks for them, but you know. But we digress. Take a <laughs> shot. <laughs> so five years ago, you started a podcast with several of your wine colleagues. I did. Uh, what's it called? It's called The Swirl Suite. Okay. Elevator pitch. All right. So it's a little longer than an elevator pitch. Okay. But many years ago, we would go to these different wine events and we would be the only people of color in the room. And of course, we were gathering and we got to know each other. And I was like, God damn, this is a, this is like the view. But we're all black. I don't know. I feel like this is something. So anyway, I threw the idea out there. I was just like, hey, what if we got together, not in person, but online and just talked about wine? What if we did that and we recorded it? And they were like, oh, yeah, sure. Okay. And originally it was five of us. We started years ago, but we weren't very consistent, but we would do it at least once a month and talk about different aspects of the wine industry. We would talk about a specific grape, a region, a style. And yeah, we would do that once a month. And then some people are sending me messages like, oh, you guys are still doing this? I wasn't sure if it was just like a one-time thing or what. So we figured out that we had to be a little more consistent and do it a little more often. And our name was something different back then, but Three years ago, we became the Swirl Suite and we started to take the audio from the video to podcasting because that was becoming a big thing. Somebody introduced me to the read. Crystal and uh, Kid Fury. Yes. I mean, that was my first podcast. And I was like, oh my God, this is so like, it's so lax, but it's so great. And they can talk for two hours and I will be in the car and then get out of the car and put my headphones on to continue on. It's anyway. I was addicted, so I was like, okay, yeah, so this is a thing. So that's when I transferred the video to the audio, and we became a podcast. So you started on YouTube. Started on YouTube, And then became a podcast. Yes. But right now, I believe your podcast episodes are still on YouTube. There's just no visual behind it. Right, exactly. Okay. Yeah. All right. Who's involved now? So there are four of us. So that's myself. I'm Sarita. Buy me up. So then you have Girl Meets Glass. Girl Meets Glass. So Girl Meets Glass, she lives in Paris and she does champagne wine tours. I mean, does it get better than that? So listeners, if you are going to France and you are trying to do a wine tasting tour yeah. out in the whole of France or just a specific region? Um, I think she specifically does champagne, okay. but she does tours within Paris where you like sort of hop around to different wine bars in Paris just to discover the city and drink along the way. So that's good too. So our other two members live here in Maryland and it's Glennis and she is Mino underscore Noir. First of all, Vino Noir is a master taster. She has an impeccable palate and she's a trained scientist. So she can tell you about the breakdown of grapes and the process of winemaking like nobody other. And then our last member is Leslie and she is Vino 301. And Leslie is super cool because she does all Maryland wine. So she does Maryland wine tours and she'll throw in distilleries and breweries and she does bridal showers and bridal parties and birthday parties and all things Maryland. All right. Yeah. What's on the horizon for y'all? We're actually recording a live show at Essence. 
We're going to be a part of the Hue Society Black Wine Weekend. We're recording live shows on Friday and Saturday. We're going to be talking about black winemakers. And there's a huge tasting of everyone black who's in wine. And that's from distillers to brewers to winemakers. So we're a part of that. We're going to be recording live talking about all of that so you said yeah. that's in july right that's in july yeah yep. the fourth of july weekend actually yeah all righty are you ready for the seven questions ready what's the call y'all it's the questions it's the questions boy it's the questions it's the questions question number one book that to the library lost in the city by edward it's a book of short stories about people in dc it's all about DC. Yeah, it's a great book. Like, Especially if you're from here, you recognize all the links and the curves. And so the time period that which this takes place is 80s, 90s? I think it was written in like 92, so it varies from story to story. Okay. Number two, podcast subscribe. Swirl uh, Suite. <laughs> Swirl Suite, of course. Mm-hmm. However, it depends on who the listener is, but I'm going to go safe this time. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to go with Showstopper. What's it about? So Showstopper is a podcast that tackles the scores of different shows and movies that are out. It's so dope. It's very dope. Yeah, yeah. I need to listen to that yeah. right there. Yeah. yeah. Showstopper. Okay. Yeah. Number three, something that you didn't know that you needed until you got it. Pedicures. Wow. Not manicures, though. Pedicures. People ignore their feet. And it's so easy to ignore your feet because they're in shoes. They're at the bottom. They carry your weight. You know, your hands, you got to look at every day. Your feet, not necessarily don't, you know. So I say pedicures. Okay. Number four, bucket list place to travel. It's a place in the world that you have been to that you recommend the listeners add to their bucket list. Santorini, Greece, hands down. It's probably the best food experience infused with natural relaxation Mm -hmm. I've ever experienced. I heard the sunsets out there. Uh Amazing. Pay money for them. Yeah. Number five, 50 mile detour restaurant. You're willing to go 50 miles out your way just Mm -hmm. to eat here. Yes. Salties on Alki Beach in Seattle. Salties. Is that a Y or an I-E-S? It's a Y. On what beach? Alki. So it's A-L-K-I. Now, is this that area in Seattle? It's like an island or something? I don't know, but we had to go around some water to get there. So probably, but all I know, it was probably the most expensive brunch I've ever been to, but the best. We went during Dungeness season. For all you locals who know what Dungeness crabs are, it was so serious. Alan, my husband, had to tell me to slow down because it was so much seafood on ice. I couldn't get enough at once. It was a buffet, all you can. Buffet, yeah. all you can eat. Okay. Yeah. Worth it no matter where I am in Washington, wherever. It's worth it. It's worth the trip. Was it sunny that day? It was sunny. So did that play a part? Nope. Sure didn't. <laughs> <laughs> it could have been pouring raining. <laughs> I would have felt the same. Okay. Number six, your number one skill, your number one honed craft. Hmm. As I get older, I'm learning how to produce things. And that's in both careers because I have a full-time job too. And I'm starting to develop a skill where I can read people and situations and figure out how I can make things pop make things better and how to produce content so that'll be my skill reading people yeah okay okay last but not least number seven your number one talent 
Hmm. Innate proficiency. Mm. Came out the womb with this. I say wine pairing. <laughs> so hold up. There was a talent That's that right. you really couldn't indulge in legally until mm-hmm. you were 21. Mm-hmm. And you realized that once you started doing it, it's like this was in me. Yeah. Okay. It's one of those things. I mean, I've always loved food. I mean, I was a chubby kid. If you look at my pictures, I was super chubby. But no, once I figured out, once I experienced the first great pairing, there was no going back from that. As a tuning fork was struck. Yeah. Gotcha. It's just like, oh my God, this was great. What if I did this? And then what if I paired this with that? That kind of thing. So it was never ending. All right. So we got at Vine Me Up. What other social media you got for us? You have at Swirl Suite, and that's my podcast. Mm-hmm. And I'm a new practicing voiceover artist. Oh, yeah. what's the contact for that? So that is a river speaks, a river speaks dot com or no, 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 it's just Instagram. And this voiceover work, what type? It's pretty much commercials and narration and telephony, you know, whatever it takes. You about to start reading some short stories, please. Whatever, whatever the people want, whatever they're gonna pay me for. You know, uh, LeVar Burton Reads? Yeah. That yeah, it's a very cool podcast. Two people have already said that that was their podcast. Sure. Yeah. I, I, I definitely believe it. Yeah. If you want to reach me, innkeeper at unionndc.com. On the Instagrams, it's unionndc.com. Okay. On the internet. On the Instagrams, it's at unionndc, at guestbookpod. And at Innkeeper Freddy. Uh, if you, yeah, this is just going all off the rails. Like seriously, I'm on the side of the road waiting for AAA to pick me up. <laughs> Sarita, thank you so much for coming through. I thoroughly enjoyed me. this, and we're gonna have to have a follow up at some point. Hopefully, before years out, where you tell me about how uh, Essence Fest went. Absolutely. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it's been another episode of Guestbook Podcast. Thank you so much for listening, and we will see you next week.